man dara fun o ni 24 to 27th of february isoji itabamba o nbo ni pa sheketing grand beni ni bi ta te pade adebodu twins ilaija kan tudi olorun ko so be ati dare melody producer priest o ma dara fun o ogun aye o ni bi olo eri re ma de o so mo loku be ni a o ni san pelu ku e o ma o ma ri yanu wona adide wona ma ni testimony wa be dupe be ni o ti jiya wa joro loruko jesu ori re o ni gbabode o ni fi ara sinuku iku ojiji o ni be mi re eni to so pe ko kula irogoro oru gbagbara lowo e ile oguro yi ko sele olori fun adura ati igbani ni yanju e pe baba wa ninu oluwa si ori ero ibani soro yi 09081200200 back on all testimony prophetic link lori facebook ati baba testimony 123 lori instagram jesu loluwa from the rock city of nigeria rock city of nigeria this is fresh 107.9 I need a prophet, I need a God I need a reason, I need you now I like to stay, I need to go I'm chasing shadows, nowhere to go I need to fly high, above the sky I need you now, now You gon' need me later the fat purse, of course, she wants for better or for worse. Just this morning, I realized we all need something. Why do you hate me? Why don't you care? Do you remember we used to share? Why do you fear? Why don't you dare? I still remember you had this flare I miss my sisters, I hope they're fine You miss your papa, that's why you cry I need to meet them, you need to hold him Like I need a new car, we all need Jesus
It's 7.04 on the clock on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abel Kutai, very good morning and welcome to Freshly Pressed. On Freshly Pressed, as we do, we're going to be tracking stories for you from newspapers across the country and around the world. My name's Ralake and I've got Hakim Karim in the building. Good morning. Welcome on board. Ralake, good morning. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? I'm cool. Hmm. Cool in blue. I like it. (laughs) Okay. We're going to dive straight in. We're starting off with a story from the Punch newspaper this morning and the heading reads, Service Chief's Appointment, Buhari Goes Against Judgment by Passes National Assembly. The President Mohamed Buhari's appointment of service chiefs on Tuesday violated a 2013 judgment of a federal high court Abuja, checks by the punch on Wednesday revealed. The judgment, which was delivered by Justice Adamo Bello on July 2, 2013, stated that it was mandatory for the President to obtain the confirmation of the National Assembly for the appointment of the service chiefs. But the President, who on Tuesday appointed service chiefs, including the Chief of Defense Staff, Chief of Army Staff, Chief of Naval Staff and Chief of Air Staff did not seek the National Assembly's approval. The punch also gathered that Buhari had no intention of sending the names of the service chiefs to the National Assembly for confirmation. There was an indication to this effect as the President's spokesman, Femi Adishino, in a statement on Wednesday, addressed the new heads of armed forces with their new posts instead of in acting capacities if Buhari had the intention of sending their names to the National Assembly for confirmation. Recall that Justice Bello, while delivering a judgment on a suit filed by Mr. Festus Kayamu S.A.N., who is now the Minister of State for Labor and Employment, declared that the appointment of the then service chiefs by former President Goodluck Jonathan was null and void. The service chiefs affected then included the Chief of Army Staff, Lieutenant General Azubike, the Chief of Air Staff, Air Vice Marshal Alex Badi, and the Chief of Naval Staff, Rear Admiral Izioba. The Justice Bello had stated it is clear that under section 18 subsection 1 and subsection 4 of the armed forces act the president in appointing such officers as the service chiefs is expected to consult with the chief of defense staff and the forces council but such appointments must be subject to the confirmation by national assembly it was learned on wednesday that the president had not forwarded any letter to the national assembly seeking the approval of the legislative arm of government as of 4 p.m A presidency official who confided in the punch said the president was not under any obligation to send names of the new service chiefs to the National Assembly for confirmation. The presidency official said the nation's constitution made it clear that the president should appoint service chiefs. Though he acknowledged the court judgment asking the service chiefs appointments must be confirmed by the National Assembly, the source said the constitution is superior to any other law. I'm going to stop right there. You can track the rest of this story from the Punch newspaper. Service Chief's appointment, Buhari goes against judgment by passes National <coughs> Assembly. So they're talking about a judgment from 2013 in particular that was filed by um, Festus Kiamu S.A.N. Um, but... And now I think um, we have to get things clear. Um, apparently in life, as you grow up, you have to be able to distinguish between what is important what is urgent and what uh, a, a clarification between things that are important mm. and things that are urgent some things are very very important but they are not urgent and some things that are not uh, urgent but important mm. while there are some that are very urgent and, and very, very important. important and now we have uh, spoken so much about this um, issue of insecurity i've been one f- an advocate of uh, a removal 
of uh, the service chiefs. Mm. We have asked for this more than a year, close to two years now, ongoing. And um, when Mr. President removed uh, or accepted the resignation of the service chiefs, mm. I knew there was going to be a lot of issues as well. Because I have realized that now, <coughs> just like before that, um, uh, you wear the crowns has a lot of cost to carry. Mm. And um, that whatever you do, whatever you do, even between driving from here to the next bus stop, there are a lot of people that have different views. Some people feel that you should have, you can fly. Some people feel that you can call and get where you're going. Some people can walk. But the person taking the decision has a responsibility to his judgments, has a, has a information at his disposal. And so when the service chiefs were replaced, you know, people said to me, oh, why are they all outsiders? Why are they all this, that, and that? Uh, that there are a lot of questions we cannot answer here. Mm. When I started in the Nigerian Ministry School, area, uh, like two decades ago, I remember most, m- more than half of the class were always Aousa boys. Mm. And I asked questions. <coughs> and later I even realized that the names, a lot of names from the middle belt, mm. Benway, Play 2, were actually Aousa boys that are non Muslims. Oh, okay. But they had Muslim names mm. or names sounding Muslim like. They had Arabic you know, names. Arabic names. Yeah. So, you see, a lot of things uh, that we cannot talk now. I think the most important thing for us and urgent for us is our state of security. Well, like, uh, people were laughing at me on Monday mm. when I said, my time and you were going to Adwekiti and I was exercising up to 50 Kosiu <laughs> in the car. Both ways. Both ways. When we were leaving Adwekiti, mm-hmm. I did not tell you. I had to go and perform an ablution. <laughs> so that I know that this prayer I'm making is it's going straight. straight. Nothing is hindering it. Do you understand? I, I, I was that oh. scared. I later told you that I got an information from a security yes, personnel yes, yes, that, that a Bordeaux made that journey. And, and we even saw a dead body on the road, if you remember. Do, do, do you understand? Mm. And all these things, how they happen. So it means that we can not achieve anything in this state of insecurity. Mm. In the bad for the past three weeks, we have been discussing security, security, yeah. security on perspective. Today, we are going to discuss it again. It means it's important. Now, the National Assembly, let's give it to them that they are supposed to ratify or approve. Like you and I know that. They will, they, those men will go there, they will ask questions. Not that one person will be turned down hmm. or turned back hmm. because he could not satisfy the National Assembly. Hmm. We have not seen of anybody's name sent to by the Mr. President, at least in this dispensation, who was asked question and on the basis of lack of capacity or competence was turned back. Even when there's evidence to show so that. Why, why, so it's more like a rubber stamp. Hmm. Realistically, it may be difficult to say, it may, not, it may be unpleasant to say. Because I have friends in the National Assembly who I know that in real life are firm men who manage their businesses, who manage their personal life, their political life, and firmly, and in standing with international standards. But they are in the National Assembly, and, and they are untwisted. They are, their hands are behind their back. Mm. So what if we take taking to the National Assembly? What, what would they have done? I was suggesting that we should wait. Now, let me tell you how the, why the National Assembly is not sitting as we speak. Mm. The National Assembly is not sitting because... A few days hmm. to the resumption of plenary, hmm. the National Assembly postponed its sittings yes. because APC wanted to start doing membership registration. Hmm. And now, when APC along the line out of membership registration, the National Assembly was stuck. Hmm. They, they could not say, "Oh, with council resumption, we are coming back." Hmm. And now, because of the resumption of one party, now the National Assembly is closed. So you can imagine the type of. Uh, uh, um, a level maturity, sorry, mm. where they hide that national assembly. 
if because of the, the majority party wants to do membership registration, you close shut down your yeah. shop. And now people are not fighting on your behalf that maybe the president should have waited for them to resume. We don't even know when they will resume because this is not even stated. Mm. They're busy with other matters. Do you understand? And now, even if that names, those names were sent to the National Assembly, are they going to reject one of them or two of them for lack of competence as it happened in this position? No. When the President of the Senate has come out to tell us clearly and emphatically that whatever Mr. President brings, they will approve. So he can mean that in passing they have been approved. However, I want to I want to give a caveat too. There's a likelihood that in taking these decisions, the leadership of the National Assembly had earlier been consulted. Hmm. But although we cannot say the consultation is the same as taking the name there for ratification. I'm sure if really the constitution was about ratification, ratifying them before they start work, I'm sure Mr. President will not have done that. We have seen a lot of instances where the names will be sent, like the name of the INEC chairman mm. was sent, mm. and the man left office mm. because the Senate had yet to ratify. Then when the Senate came back to sit plenary, they asked. He came around. He was. He was asked the questions. Ratified as usual. Bow down and go. We don't know what has asked before. Or after then, then they go. So in my opinion, this is usually so important. We cannot. So I was listening to somebody on the radio just now. Said a former president of America had mm. gone to war without informing Congress before. Mm-hmm. And whether you like it or not, people say we are in a state of emergency. If you see the set of security we have now, compared to what we knew when we grew up, mm. I, I, I should have to say we are rather in a state of technical war. Mm. We may not be in a state of the real warfare, but then this is when, when, when you can't travel 20 kilometers, when yeah. you can't travel 50 kilometers, every day you see videos of people being kidnapped, every day you see videos of people being beaten up, women, women being shot at close range, a lot of things. You know, apart from this issue on security, closely linked to it is the availability and proliferation of arms, too much arms in the hands of, hands of too many too, 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 too many people. Do you understand? So I think uh, on this, I think Mr. President has done well, taking into consideration everything about everything about our National Assembly and why they are not why they are not on plenary. And so we won't have Mr. President to wait for them to, to resume plenary before we go ahead. Well, you said a lot, Hakim Kareem. I couldn't agree more. Let's move away from that story. The next one is about COVID-19 violators facing potential imprisonment as Buhari signs regulations. The story goes on to explain that the president has signed the Coronavirus Disease Health Protection 2021, which made the use of face masks in public places mandatory, among other measures to curtail spread of COVID-19. The story goes on to explain... That the chairman of the presidential task force on COVID-19, Boss Mustafa, told journalists in Abuja on Wednesday that the president signed the document on Tuesday. Mustafa, who's also the secretary to the government of the federation, said the president signed the document in exercise of the powers conferred on him by Section 4 of the Quarantine Act, Cap Q2 Laws of Federation of Nigeria 2010. Part 2 of the regulation stipulates that no person shall be allowed within the premises of a market, mall, supermarket, shop, restaurants, hotels, event centers, gardens, leisure parks, recreation centers, motor parks, fitness center, or any other similar establishment, except he's wearing a face covering that covers the nose and mouth. He washes his hands or clean the hands using hand sanitizer approved by National Agency for Food and Drug Administration and Control. And his body temperature has been checked. Any person found to have a body temperature 
Um, the story goes on to explain that anybody found to have a body temperature above 38 degrees Celsius sh- shall be denied entry and advised to immediately seek medical attention. Part 1, which deals with restrictions on gatherings, stipulates that all gatherings, a physical distance of at least 2 meters shall be maintained at all times between persons. It goes on to say that part three, among other provisions, stipulates that persons confirmed to have tested positive to COVID-19 by an NCDC accredited laboratory may not refuse isolation and or admission to a designated health establishment for management of the disease. Part four, which deals with penalties, stipulates a fine or six months imprisonment or both for violators. I'm going to stop right there. You should read the rest of this story to understand how these new regulations affect you and I. But for the most part, it's all about, you know, the non-pharmaceutical interventions that will help us curb the spread of coronavirus pandemic. You heard part one of the regulations that, you know, the president signed says that every single person and they listed all the enclosed places that you can imagine. If you're, in, if you're found in any of those places without... Uh, nose covering or a face mask then you know you just might be getting yourself in trouble yes i think it's a good one because uh, apart from moral suasion it's good to for for the government to do enlightenment it's good for the government to do publicity and it's good for individuals to uh, align with moral suasion of government but governments don't work by just uh, appealing alone mm. governments work with laws governments work with regulations governments work with approved uh, standardized procedures mm. so that when you are breaching you know you are breaching mm. when, when, you are, when, when, when you are not aligning you know where exactly you have gone wrong and um, um, I, I think the president has done right I think it should, this should have even come earlier but I, above all yeah, yeah, the, a lot of people may, may breach this because they will say they do not know you know, but then the government should do more of enlightenment, public advocacy, the media. We do our own. Every day you and I talk about this. At every opportunity I have, I talk about this on social media, uh, wherever. And uh, I think it's not just about talking. We also do. We, uh, we are in the studio now. We have maintained social distancing. And uh, we use sanitizer just before and after. Why are you saying that to me? Are we not, are we not, are we not having social distancing? You know? And so in my, in my considered view, Mr. President has done the right thing. And uh, above all, like I always say, it's more of a personal responsibility. You see, well, like a lot of problems we, 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 we are able to solve society trickles down to what we refuse to do as individuals or what we do as individuals mm. let's take this health situation for one if everybody decided that i'm going to keep myself safe i'll protect myself no if we're not protecting myself i'm protecting the society when i protect society i'm mm. in the end also protecting myself if anyone who does that you know the rate of infection will reduce and if the, the government does the right at the right time too so, like I said, I like what the president has done, and I also say that as individuals, as members, as who consider society, we should involve more in personal responsibility so that we can have solutions um, to this pandemic. Well, well, very nicely said. How many nose masks or face masks do you have? Because at this point now, we're going to have to have like 12, 12. Or the, 13, the, the last 13. time I bought, I bought 25 pieces. I have it in the car. You I use those so, disposable, disposable ones, ones okay. Because it's easier for me to, to breathe. I can lower mm. it. And, uh, and you realize that increasingly now, the local production of face masks, they're acceptable ones. You, see, mm. you can see that most people don't even use the clothes ones again. Because mm. those clothes ones, they, in a way, stop, reduce your uh, way Capacity to breathe. To breathe but they're more fashionable. Yeah, for those that are bothered yeah, about me, that, me, me, I, it's more about functionality for me. I have a bit of both. <coughs> I have 
the disposable ones in the car and then I have like the reusable ones as well. Always have one in my bag. That's just... the most but anyway I'm supposed to use it, I just go into the car. If I'm not using it at that moment and I use it, uh, because I know that <laughs> And I like that if you you know now that in most places like if you wanted to enter the mall or a supermarket or a restaurant, they won't without, let you in yeah. without it. Uh, that stands as a deterrent. But the thing is not everybody's going to those places. There are people that are not but, entering but, any but, of those but, places. But some people go to hospitals and they use it to enter mm. and they get in and they drop it and they keep telling them you have to use it we don't attend to you if you don't use it properly so I think proper use of the nose mask is also important some people just use it as a sh- as something to cover their bia bia the government says okay six months imprisonment or potential fine but they don't tell us what they're going to do to enforce these new regulations that they've let signed let them just do publicity publicity enlightenment okay. and let's do our part people it's more of personal responsibility indeed indeed I uh, we know that the government cannot even prosecute uh, one tenth of the people who <laughs> do violate this hmm. because that means you are going to jump pack the prison and <laughs> they are already congested. <laughs> so know, it's, not a, it's not a it's so not it's a so it's more of to know that you are committing a crime and that is enough. That should be enough deterrence for any reasonable and responsible person. At seven twenty one on the clock on Fresh one hundred seven point nine FM at Belkuta, we've got bills to pay, so we'll take a quick commercial break. When we come back, yes, we'll continue on this morning's edition of Freshly Pressed. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. Our friend Oliver is what you call a man with a huge appetite. Gigantic, actually. And if there's one phrase we have come to know Oliver for, it is this. More data, please. No matter what we offer him. More data, please. So, guess what we did? We heard Glow created new data plans for people like Oliver, and we got him exactly that. And guess what Oliver said? Excuse me, please, is this all for me? Only me? Now, Oliver certainly has more than enough data. All thanks to the Glow Mega Data Plans. With the longer validity you get on Glow Mega Data Plans, you can work from home with ease, run your business better, download non-stop, stream music and movies endlessly, learn online and share data with anyone. No worries. Get 225 gigabytes at 30,000 Naira for 30 days, 425 gigabytes at 50,000 Naira for 90 days and 1 terabyte at 100,000 Naira for a year. Dial star 777 hash now to start enjoying these messages. Mega plans. Whoa. Unlimited. Flight Safe Global Consort Limited. Offer of employment Fly safe and mission in Dubai. Hearing the best makes you feel your best.
is 24 minutes past 7 on the clock. Welcome back to Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkuta. We'll see tracking stories for you on the show this morning. And the next one we have for you is coming out of the Guardian newspaper. It seems everything in the papers nowadays is all about security, insecurity, yeah. and the fight, you know, to curb insecurity in the nation. This next story is about the meeting that happened um, yesterday between um, Akari Dolu Makinde and the president. And the heading reads, Akari Dolumakinde meet President Buhari, get nod to tackle criminals. Chairman of Southwest Governors Forum and Undo Chief Executive Oluwarotimi Akiri Dolu and his oil counterpart Shei Makinde yesterday separately briefed President Muhammad Buhari on the security situation in their states at the State House Abuja. While Akiri Dolu declined comments at the end of the meeting, a statement by his Commissioner for Information and Orientation, Daniel Ojogo, in Akure said he secured a presidential nod to evict elements in Undo. The statement read in part, the governor met with the president and it centered on the issue of security in the southwest, especially Ondo State. It was a huge opportunity for the governor to put the record straight as regards the erroneous impression that Governor Kuridulu had asked all Fulani and herdsmen to vacate the state. The meeting afforded both leaders a great window to explore ingenious methods to tackle the issue of insecurity in the region. In particular, Governor Kuridulu sought and indeed obtained the president's support and encouragement to flush out criminals in the forests of Undo State. Addressing reporters, Makinde said, owing to the huge size of Oyo, measuring 29,000 square kilometers, the two existing mobile police squadrons were inadequate. Hence, he requested for more, inf- for more formations to better secure the state. His words, one of the issues I discussed with Mr. President is that Oyo State's landmass is quite big. It is close to 29,000 square kilometers. If you take all the states in the southeast geopolitical zone of Nigeria, they are still not as big as Oyo, and the state right now only has two mobile police squadrons. So I requested for more squadrons to be deployed to Oyo State and also ask for support for the joint security outfit because the underlying issue here has to do with limited opportunities. Also, on of Ife, Adeyeye Ogunwusi, who parlayed the Nigerian leader on Tuesday night, implored government not to allow the scary, secu- the scary insecurity in Southwest to degenerate. He advised that the issue should not be cashed, uh, cashed on for political gains. He said, political parties might probably want to hijack it, and to the glory of God, as the co-chairman of the National Council of Traditional Rulers, it is our duty to make sure that everything is right. The monarch added, the way out is to separate the bad eggs from the good ones and take politics out of it. Stating that Buhari promised prompt action, the revered traditional ruler noted that... The Nigerian leader urged state governors and other stakeholders to collaborate with royal fathers to address the situation headlong. Besides, the Minister of Interior, Rauf Aregbeshola, canvassed past security, canvassed peace and security. I'm going to stop right there. You can track the rest of this story from the Guardian newspaper. Akari Dolumakinde meets President Buhari, get nod to tackle criminals. Yes, I think um, we're making progress. At least the tension is reducing gradually. And um, what I hate most is when the atmosphere is tense. Mm. You know, you can feel palpable tension in the atmosphere. You can feel when things are not normal. You can feel feel it when things are not the way they used to, where they are supposed to be. Like when if you watch this, I like me that I watch uh, Yoruba movies a lot. Wani eku bi eku kibi eku. You do be a year, you know. Okay. And they tell you when the king is coming. 
and they are praying for the king. They will say, ah, when you become king, go, you be things remain the way we all normal, tranquility, you know. And so, you see, we cannot achieve any of our set aims in an atmosphere of insecurity. It's not possible. There's no way we're going to do it. And so, all these efforts are, are, are good, but then I think they are not enough. Uh, Governor Shibakini was going to talk about um, uh, the 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 uh, approval of more mobile, mobile police, police force, force units. Yes, Gordon, good for good momentarily. But within the limitations, we have even seen where we deployed massive security uh, men and there's still no security. security. Security is more than personnel. Personnel is important. You need more of equipment. We need more of intelligence gathering. We need more of a, a control, a constitutional control of these facilities. You hear the say one limitation of Mr. Governor is that he has no control over police. Mm. Now he's going to ask for more police. Mm. Why not gently and tacitly start asking for a, a constitutional arrangement where it be maybe a state policing system, a review of the existing uh, police uh, policing apparatus. I mean, they've, they've, they've clamored for that over and over. I don't think that, you know, as an opposition governor, even though it's insecurity is a major issue all around the country, that he, Shei Makide, could go all the way to Abuja and be saying, ah, can I control my. Well, if he asks for it, he's lending his voice to, to the agitations. I mean that sooner than later, when the accountable who have spoken up against he, for well, for it, it will be counted. But you know, maybe he you, feels that Monteku is his own well, way of. Apparently, we have seen the limitations of the Monteku. While the people they are attacking, are, uh, they, are, they are supposed to fight against are carrying sophisticated rifles, unlicensed, hmm. without any approval. Hmm. They, they are carrying dang guns that have to be shooting. Uh, putting one cartridge in <laughs> after the other before you even shoot one, you have been fired dead by the mm. by the man carrying the the AK forty seven. So apparently the limitations with Amotekun. Are they? Uh, is it a step in the right direction? Yes, it is a step in the right direction. But we need to ask more. We need to ask more for a restructuring of this policy. We need to ask more for a review of uh, the entire architectural uh, security architecture and the apparatus guiding it. Who deploys who? Mm. Who controls who? You know, and then uh, people, uh, Mr. Solomon called the other day, spoke of the use of the security vote. To what use, to what extent is the security vote working? Mm. How is it giving us results? How well has that been being configured to take intelligence reports mm. to have field officers? And then I know, and I'm saying this on air with all sense of authority, in the whole of the I doubt there's any gadgets or equipment that can use to locate for telephones. To know the this person calling, where is he? Do you understand? I know the police used to have it. I'm not sure the police have it. I'm not sure the DSS have it now. I'm not sure the American people have it. So we need to spend more on ad, uh, ad infrastructure for security that give us results. You know, it's not always about shooting, shooting, shooting. Non-lethal security is what the uh, uh, security uh, 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 gadgets, what, what they call it. So, uh, by and large, mm. we have said, I said, I said this on the bottom Monday that one of the lowest links of uh, lowest point of the Shiamakina administration is this insecurity. But I think gradually is rising up to the location. He said there will be two men deployed from Amotepo. Yeah, you know, so, so gradually we are going to get results. And now this is the thing for me: the things that bound. Or you need to be careful. Hmm. Hmm. Like the man who left uh, Igogo moved into uh, Ogo State. State. The people that are living uh, Ekiti State, uh, those that we learned, they are moving into Ekiti State. State. So that means that there should be a collective synergy to uh, approach this thing, so that you don't move criminals from one place and they go and find uh, habitats 
or a home in, 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 in the neighboring state. So that's why all the governors need to be on the same page and same frequency. And they talk about legislation of foreigners. I always wonder. The, that well, that's what shocked me a little because Oyo State Governor got there and he specifically mentioned co um, collaboration with Nigerian Immigration Service for registration of foreigners in the mines. In the mines. I, I, that I, was specifically I, 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 mentioned. Well, and it well, made well, me think why not foreigners in general? Well, like, like, this is it. Whether you like it or not, those mines have value, economic value. I understand. And those mines are now more of a cesspit of assemblage of people that could unleash violence on the, on the society. Don't forget, the issues in Zamfara, banditry has to do with mining. Mm. In other states here, I've led to think that some of the issues of insecurity are linked to do with extraction. Uh, extraction of mining. Or, or, or of miners. Do you understand? So if Mr. Governor wants to start from there, I'm sure Mr. Governor cannot say to us that he's going to deal with only miners. Because even the Okada riders, even go to Oliole, exactly. uh, 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 State bus stop, go to several bus stops in Ibadan or the neighboring city, you see an influx of foreigners, people that you know that. It's not even about non-Nigerian, it's not even about foreigners from within, no. People from Nigeria, Chad, and you see everywhere, milling everywhere, considering this sense, Although you may say they have input into the economy, but then the, what they take away from the security, what they take from the security is too much and massive. They might input into the economy, but they're also a burden on our systems in, already. A massive, a massive burden. So a when he said burden. mines, all that came to my mind was it was in the papers recently that the federal government wants to set up a gemstone market in Ibadan because obviously they have gems in other states. So you want to check the foreign foreigners in the mines, but we're talking about insecurity right now, and I understand that that's my tie. I'm sure that should be that should just be the first step it should not be the end of the registration of foreigners like you said we're moving forward so let's just hope that you know these all these little steps add up in the long run you know to help us solve some of our insecurity issues that's what everybody wants doesn't matter how it is done as long as it's done legally and we're able to secure lives and property i'm sure a lot of people will be grateful the studio lines are live 080-3322-1079-090-7800-1079. Those are the numbers to dial if you want to be part of the conversation this morning, or you can always drop comments on our Twitter. Find us at Fresh FM at Belkuta. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yeah, hello, good morning, uh, Sister Rokete good and morning, uh, you, Mr. Karim. Morning, sir. We are following from Chagawile. Welcome on the show. Yeah. Nice to have you here. Yeah. Let's have First a of all, I put my take on the, the measures that the uh, president, you know, mm. uh, make as uh, on Tuesday. You understand? Mm. To, uh, due to coronavirus, uh, I think it's a good uh, development. You understand? But I didn't see, you know, much thing like they are trying to, you know, put our responsibility to our door. Mm. You understand? Now? So. That is just what I see in the message. You understand? Mm. Not really the government are on the target of, you know, picking people. Mm. But they just want us to know that we have a responsibility to embrace on. You understand? So I think I will employ people that we should just do it. It's just a little exercise, you know? Putting on your face mask in public, it shouldn't be a worry, you know, for us to do. You understand? It's just to protect ourselves. So that's about that. Okay. Uh, to the Sheimaki I mean, the governor of uh, Ondo and the Oyo, you know, the, the meeting with the uh, president, uh, I think it's a good one that they have, you know, really summoned their courage to do that. Because uh, I think last week or there about, I said it on this dial. I said we need mobile police. Our uh, mobile police, I didn't see them. All this way. 
more than two years that I have not been seeing mobile police. You know, so these are community issues that we are having. Mobile police, if they can, you know, reinstate them, you know, and, you know, equip them again, they can still, you know, do something in this uh, situation. Uh, and uh, most importantly, this uh, immigration, they can work hand in hand. You know, all this uh, interstate uh, movement or immigrant or immigrant or whatever of, uh, you know, foreigners, you know, because we have mixed up. Most importantly, here in Southern now, the Northern, uh, this state, they are doing Okada. You know, who says yeah, they are even more than uh, all these Okada guys in uh, Yoruba. You understand that? So it's a big issue. If uh, we are having a mobile police that can be, you know, mobilizing, you know, different kind of their, maybe, uh, what's it called, their patrol van, they can know that, okay, something is really happening. You know, they can, you know, those information, uh, there are some people that are giving people information. They will be in the city and they will go in the night to go and give information hmm. to some people in the, uh, you know, in the ambush. You know, so we should Thank you very much, Mr. Falarin. We appreciate you and your contribution. 080-3322-1079-090-7800-1079. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning to you all. Yeah, good morning. Good morning, Akim. Good morning, Akim. Good morning, Akim. Nice to have you on the show, sir. Let's have your contribution, sir. Yeah. Um, let me talk. Uh, let me talk about the issue of governor visiting Mr. President and all that. Anyway, it is good uh, to visit Mr. President, and we have had a lot of visits to Mr. President. Mm. At the end of the day, what was the outcome? I think uh, the issue of security should be everybody doing business as far as I'm concerned. Because the reason is this. Let me take it to our own local level. Oh, and let me say it in Yoruba. Out of our people, a man or woman, so what? They're going to have to go. And he wants security. Hmm. Look, people have been saying, uh, uh, people from the other side are coming to this side. Uh, they are doing that and not that. Look, some of you even employ them as a security. And you don't even know their house. You don't even have their data. You don't even know where they come from. Hmm. They just come, you employ them as a security, as a gate man. Look, come and check. I'm, I'm calling you from Ojodubeda, Ojodubeda, Abiyodu. Okay. Look, majority of those who are doing uh, security, as in all of them, hmm. in this area, we are from those sides. I was telling my Dubaje, God forbid, hey, Allah my Jacob for going in Jawao, because we don't see the issue of security serious in Nigeria. Hmm. Both government and, and, and the citizens. Hmm. That's the next time I issue. I don't know the day we even get to this stage whereby we don't even value our lives any longer. Our life is not important to us. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Solomon. Thank you so much for your contribution. I mean, I'm sure I agree that a lot of people don't do due diligence in terms of those that they hire. You don't do any diligence. You don't do any at all. So, Duke. 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 <laughs> no diligence done. <laughs> <laughs> for the people we hire, we don't do the right checks. Um, where do we have database for criminal, you know, checks and things like that? So yes, a lot of people do not. But I also do not want us. Um, what what's that thing to get into this hysteria of assuming that anybody north of Ilori 
has to be a threat to you or to your family members. Even in the north of the country, there are so many tribes. So, yes, people from the north might be doing security guard work, but that does not mean that everybody that you see doing security, security guard threats. work is a security we threat. Have seen, we have seen cases that even uh, people that were non-Nigerians, yeah. the, the, the guy that murdered the, the lady boss, mm, uh, mm. that they didn't even know he, he had killed him, he mm. escaped. Mm. Once people saw him escaping, they saw him drip with blood. Mm. Uh, where are you coming from? They not held him. They not went to inside the house. The guy was a Benenua. And many things like that. So, I think, you see, this is a lesson for us. Uh, apart from the issue of this general insecurity, mm. who will employ? A lot of people employ people that go into their household. Handle sensitive things like your, food. You know, and uh, there's no security check. I, I also give of this in a way because the systems do not really support you to do background checks on people. Mm. So, you, you take do, referrals. You, when you do background check, they tell you that uh, you kill a little bit. You know? So, but I think that's the way, that's the standard. So, we should and security if I can secure myself my household if everybody can do that then collectively a community has secured itself mm. then a local government can secure itself then a, a senatorial can secure itself then a state can secure itself but the laws have to they have to be enabling law that we have to institutionalize mm. these laws we have to look at the issue of background check when employing people mm. particularly domestic and household assistants a database for all these things so but then all this will not happen Overnight, it will not be dramatic. It's not happen magically. It has to happen gradually, and we have to take it a step at a time. But I tell you, where we are now, our state of security is just where we are as a nation. And to move to the next stage, like the Nathan Elders Forum said, mm. the the is anybody should expect any miracle from mm, the service chiefs. Mm, mm, it's mm. going to happen not. It's not. It's not going to happen gradually. Mm. Not overnight. It's not going to happen by magic. They don't have any magic wand. I know I should expect any magic from anybody. But let's all continue to play our parts because we have no other place to go to. If you go to anywhere, you are going to be yeah, in first foreigner. class. Not even foreigner. Yeah, the foreigner same, the same way we are looking at those people we are looking uh, cynically here yeah. is the same way they will look at you cynically when you get there too. Particularly when they say, oh, you Nigerian, green passport. Oh, are you a drug? Are you a drug bureau? That's the first. When you say no, you say, oh, yeah, fraudster. You know, no, they so, must be a trafficker. You know, no. a lot of issues against <laughs> the Nigerian person, but I think gradually the generation has a responsibility to remove all this toga. What generation? Gradually. Please. We are in the same generation. I, I'm trying to understand. Do you mean <laughs> the older saying. generation or the younger well, like, generation? generation is the, generation. The generation has the responsibility to remove Well, like there is, there is interlinkage of generations. You and I, we have discussed this often many if times. If it's in an enabling environment, then perhaps this whether, interlinkage whether of it generations is, will be effective. Whether, whether it but, is, uh, like, for me, Mm-hmm. The same people have been in power all my life in Nigeria. Well, like it's not about who is in power. Uh, but it's it a- is. If the people in power are the ones that are going to change the system, what are we going to change? Don't just put it on the younger generation. Yeah, Those that are currently in power should fix the system so we inherit a better system to pass on to those coming after us. Everything, everything will just be this generation has it on them to fix. Fix what? Those, when, when we say this generation, nobody is apparently referring to your own second generation alone. It's still a, a mixture of the outgoing, the present, the incoming, even children unborn. My son, I mean, is a, a, just a, a, how many years old? But no, I the reality is that, that we are in it together. We are in it together. We are in it together. Nobody will exit at the point. One generation will not exit totally at one point. Some people will leave, some people will go to be yeah, But my point is that in this situation, only one generation is in power. So the only the I, other, I, the I, other, I the other side. How old is the governor of Kogi State? <laughs> 
<laughs> and you pick the just the one. No, you, you said the you one said, of thirty-six governors. The one of all thirty-six. So I mentioned the other states. Many, the many governors, many governors. Between nineteen ninety-nine and two thousand seven, most of the governors were under forty. That again before my time. Where was I in nineteen ninety nine? That's the question you should ask yourself. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> before my time, on behalf of the younger generation, they are still battling things like unemployment, asthma strike, insecurity. But like, I know it's the collective responsibility. So and stop the earlier we agree that we are one generation and we have to <laughs> no, tell we're not the same age Joe. we are not one generation no. <laughs> please Ayonge here on behalf of the Ayonge so me and when, yeah, when, 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 Baba, Paul, when Baba Paul when Baba calls that uh -uh, that's daddy daddy okay you your uncle this is the apples <laughs> this is the effect all of us it does I'm not saying it doesn't affect all of us and so it affects us we in have a different way collective responsibility as one generation we serve us of generations. <laughs> <laughs> I accept that. 080-33-22-1079-0907-800-1079. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Ojare. Good morning, sir. We need to investigate you. Why did you leave uh, uh, my, my junior brother and go and marry somebody else? Uh, well, your junior brother is married, sir. <laughs> <laughs> there is room for police family. No, no, me, no, I'm not that kind of African, yeah, like, no. You have a wonderful marriage life. Jesus Christ, my Amen, amen. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, sir. Let me quickly pass my own comment here. Uh, we are we are always complaining about uh, security votes of government. But I ask us, how much is this security vote? Hmm. If he uses the security vote for his own personal security, and you are shouting security votes for, for the whole state, it's not it's not possible now. The way to go is what the governor has done. He has given uh, a I'm I'm not sure of the figures, but I know there has been massive investment in Amateur. 1.4 billion naira and 500 million naira to buy drones. That's the way to go. Any government that does not have drones now to occupy his space is just meandering in mediocrity. That is the way I see it. They should buy drones to see what is happening in their forest and in their town and mm. city. Mm. They should be in synergy with the police. Uh, my brother, Abroni, we are talking of Dengo, nobody don't let them shoot anything at you. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And we have what you call the pump action that contains 10 rounds of, uh, of cartridges. Mm. Each cartridge can contain 45 Roller balls yes. that can be spread. It's not a joke. Hmm. It's enough. Take cover, shoot once in a while, let him carry. If I have a piece of nine rounds and you have a make it for seven at five rounds, be careful. Hmm. Hmm. I will kill you with your <laughs> five rounds. So okay. it is the training that is necessary, it is the logistics that is needed. Synergy with the president is so important. What the president is doing now, I am giving him accolades, I'm giving him kudos. 
he has reduced completely the military system mm. by, by, by going that far to pick the, 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 the service chiefs. All the others are weeded out. The juniors will move forward to start rejigging. So he should do the same thing with logistics. And then we'll get anybody telling us that we are alarmist saying the planning experience over on us is a lie. Mm. Let the local government take care of their local government. Hmm. Let the governors take care of their states while we are doing restructuring. Work with what the constitution has given us right now. Hmm. We have all we need. We have both all we take to be safe. Project for security. I move around and, and do the, the needful. Let us profile Okada everywhere. Okada should be limited to local government. We should attach a name on Okada. Hmm. Register. Hmm. We know who is writing it. Hmm. We know where it's coming from. Hmm. Everybody should go and register for NIM. That is the way to go. Then we agitate that NIM should be used for electoral purposes. Nigeria will get there. We will get to that El Dorado. We are evolving. Mm. It is mm. where God bless my country. Amen to that. Thank you very much, Mr. Poloni. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and your contribution. As they say, Rome wasn't built, you know, in a day, and we're an evolving democracy. So we're going to have to keep, you know, trying, going back to the drawing board, revisiting issues that have already been addressed until we find, you know, a system that works for us perfectly. But I guess, you know, the first step in doing that is ensuring that, you know, lives and property as secured as long as you know they are within the confines of this you know country Nigeria and, uh, and, uh, and there are some business that people do like mm. cattle rearing mm. yes I, I think we have to the mentality of cattle rearing and the, even the way of doing business in the 19th century is not the same as, or, as today. the way we do it here you now know, mm. apparently 100 years ago there was so many so much land to be grazed on so it could make grazing fashionable but a lot of people are giving even their communal lands for government to, 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 to build hospitals, to build roads, to build schools, to build critical infrastructure. <clears throat> so it means that the people who do cattle rearing 100 years ago have to review how they do their business today. And, and you can't insist that this is your way, you are going to stay to that way. Doing, no. At one point, it was our culture to kill twins. At yeah. one point, it was fashionable to, to try bowmarks. To kill albinos. To female circumcise our, be to circumcise our female children. But we keep revisiting, revisiting. So these cultures. Cattle rearing cannot be static. It cannot be. And, and if you uh, want to feed your cows, <coughs> buy food. And it, you know, it, it, it's so unfortunate <laughs> that cattle rearing should not be so intractably, so uh, intractable, so much interwoven, interlinked with our insecurity. You rarely find when you talk of insecurity, they won't talk of the poultry farmer. No. They won't talk of the rice farmer. Vegetable farmer. No, but what must it be? Cattle areas. So that means that something we need to revisit, irrespective of who is president, irrespective of Mr. President's affinity to them or support for them, mm. we need to do it. And that's why it can be best be done at the level of the states. Best be done at the level of the states. I agree with you. I was reading up on the Maasai warriors yesterday and I realized that it's not just, you know, the headsmen in Nigeria. Headsmen all over the world are quite aggressive and yeah, violent and even use weapons, even the ones in Kenya, to protect their cattle. But the difference now between what's going on there and what's going on here is that they've got their own designated land. So you don't, you won't run into them in the city. They will not stumble onto your farm. I don't know if I'm making any sense because I think they are still keeping within their their, their limits. Exactly, that way. they are keeping within their limits in that way. But here, un- unfortunately, everything intertwines, and you know, 
Well, well, we're talking through it. Every state, as Hakim Karim said, should be the one to figure out what the plan is in collaboration with the federal government. But we and clearly local have to have roles to play. Local government should play roles. I, I can't just say that. Way about that. Be sharing money I can sharing say money. that, honestly, for the entire time I've been back to Nigeria from the UK, everywhere I've lived, local governments have been non-existent, not functioning properly. Whether because they have court cases whether because they throw out one party leaves and the other party says the election was null and void i'm telling you in eight years i've never lived in anywhere in nigeria where the local government and uh, that's, that's the way the it's supposed to function anyway. because you realize that in a way the, the our governor our government has been structured in a way to make the local government the more easier for people to access for health for education for, for virtual everything at, at their level and the constitution allocates resources to them. What happens? The governor emperors, the emperor governors take over these resources using a lacuna in the constitution mm. that is called Jack, the Joint Action Council, uh, whatever, and then distribute for them peanuts and then tell them what projects to do. So if Mr. President is not interfering with the state government and how they, admi- they administer their funds, I think the local government should also be made to manage their funds within the regulatory framework for fighting corruption and uh, ensure that they do things. But then, because most of them are caretaker, because they are caretaker, yes, then they, they, they feel that their loyalty, absolute loyalty is for the governor and they keep quiet, say nothing, do nothing, and things continue to get worse. Can I ask a question? You know, like the way there's uh, Ogun State, for example. Mm. Can Ogun State, <coughs> I assume that Ogun State government can go out of the country and source for funds for projects from other, you know, countries or other international partners. Mm. Can the local government do the same? They still have to go through the local state government. Wow. But even, <coughs> because the true advantage is that even for state governments, like you want to go to the, let's, for instance, the African Development Bank, okay. you still have to get a guarantee from the federal government of Nigeria that you will pay back. So apparently, if a local wants to take money or source for money elsewhere, he still also need the synergy and support of, of the, the state, state government. government. That's not a bad thing to do. I don't know it's for, it's for development. But the issue is that even, let's even talk about going out of their way to get money. The one that is constitutionally and statutorily their own, the state governments are taking it away from them. Mm, and <clears> giving them the chance And to. unfortunately, the local governments keep quiet because they don't want to leave those positions because of what they get there. So if the local governments function, I tell you, if the local governments in the Barapa is at function effectively, optimally, the, gov- the government first, they will have little work to go and do there because it can't be entirely local governments at the same time. But I think local government chairman can be entirely placed at the same time. The world councillors foretell which ten word can be there. You see, that's that makes governance easy. But then we put all the resources in one place, then the responses have to have to follow. It's we need to make local government work. It's we 7.54 on the clock. We're out of time, unfortunately. But I'm going to try and take in one minute all the comments I can possibly take on Twitter. But Adam Lola says, Good morning, Fresh FM. Our National Assembly has misplaced priorities. They only know how to condone when a bad thing happens on COVID-19 violators. Maybe the stricter measures will force people to obey. The virus is real. We must all be responsible. Raji Afiz. Okay, Edwin Abayomi says, If the law requires that the National Assembly confirms the appointment of service chiefs, let the 
regulation be adhered to regardless of the rubber stamp toga of the current National Assembly. We should be careful of the antecedents we set or support. Taiwo Tolulopo Oladiron says, I can't comprehend what the Nigerian government is trying to achieve by recommending jail term for not putting on face masks in public places. Enforcing such laws will further undermine social distancing because our judicial system operates on analog. Sheung Bogi on Twitter says, I hope the new COVID-19 regulations will help reduce the spread because a lot of Nigerians don't believe in the second wave at all. Nobody cares about the safety protocol and it seems state governments are doing nothing about it. We're out of time. Thank you very much for tuning in. Shout out to everybody else that sent us comments on Twitter. Reverend Zakaria Tanigbola, Olakomi, Lanre, Critical Scorpio, and Ayuade Shurunke. I, my name's Rolaka Bello Day, and you are? Akim Kavi. And this is Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkuta. Can you imagine if you just win 100 million naira? Eh, 100 million naira? Oh, no. That will change my name from Bisola to Bisola Mele. Hey, Bisola Mele. I said, before you say payment, babes, I don't start that shoe business right on the dream of sins. I say, vegan. Before you know it, babes, I'm going to open like four or five extra branches for different parts of town where Sengale. No time to check time. Next thing, my business going to involve because they travel, they go supply shoes for different parts of the whole wide world. Ah, Remember me for your kingdom. <laughs> Turn your daydreams into reality and stand a chance to win up to 100 million naira every week with Glow Rewards. Over 70,000 customers have already received cash rewards and you can be next. Simply dial star 777 star 6 hash then start recharging and start earning big. Visit glowwall.com forward slash glow rewards for more details. Terms and conditions apply. Unlimited. From the Rock City of Nigeria. Rock City of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9. Go pass you by, it go bless you, so tell them go ask you why. Only bad belly people, they go pass you by, cause Baba God, no go let you die. Oh, we will let you fly. Over the obstacle, you defend sometimes. 